Welcome, 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 Housers, to another episode of On the Way Home, a podcast with a huge focus on housing, homelessness, preventing homelessness, health, how it contributes and can help and to prevent homelessness, and much, much more. Uh, we are so fortunate on this podcast to have brilliant people who either live through an experience or sharing their experience, or experts in the field, researchers, uh, people, social workers, CEOs, leaders, uh, talking about challenges, but more importantly, focus on solutions to making things better and moving us forward. And uh, I mean, I always nerd out on this stuff uh, because these guests are so wonderful. It gives me a lot of hope in the most challenging of circumstances. This podcast is brought to you by the good people at Blue Door. Check us out at bluedoor.ca. Uh, Blue Door's organization that's been around for about 41 years, doing great work in the communities of York Region, Durham Region, Peel Region, just north of Toronto, uh, helping to house people, keep people healthy, healthy and link them to uh, different health services, as well with our construction social enterprise construct, which is very, very cool both a construction social enterprise, building and doing renovations and bringing in revenue to help do our housing programs, not on the backs of government, but more importantly, training people and launching them into the trades so we can actually build the housing we need across this country. So that's a very cool program. If you want to find out about Construct or Blue Door, just go to our website at bluedoor.ca. We do this with our incredible partner, a leader in housing around the world. It is our friends at the Canadian Alliance to End Homelessness, better known as CAEH. Uh, Tim Richter and the crew there are doing great work around advocacy. Uh, recently, they were a big uh, they were a, a big part in overturning a piece in Barrie where they were going to pass a bylaw to find people who are giving out food and water and different things to people experiencing homelessness. And the councillors took a step back, uh, partially I think because of the wave of support that the Canadian Alliance and Homelessness brought aboard. And they do that and much, much more. They do all sorts of trainings. Uh, they do a massive conference and this year is in Halifax. Go check it out. The lineup of speakers and presenters is incredible. They, you know, I don't know how they do it year after year. It just keeps getting better. And it's in beautiful Halifax. So check them out at caeh.ca uh, for that conference, for that advocacy work. Uh, you can subscribe to their newsletter and be uh, in the know, but much, much more. They are our partners, Blue Door and the Canadian Alliance and Homelessness. Let's talk about today's guest. Uh, quite often when we're having conversations around homelessness, we talk about community and the importance of building community. A large part of communities have been for hundreds of years, libraries, right? And, and I think if you think back, you would think, what does a library have to do with homelessness? Well, many, many uh, emergency housing programs really don't run during the day or in the day you're encouraged to go out and get involved in your community so they need somewhere to go and so so many vulnerable people and people of all walks of life they go to their neighborhood library and for a long time uh you know when libraries were, were faced with this is a little challenging uh working through this they thought do we turn to uh do we turn to uh, law enforcement or do we hire security what do we do but instead many libraries are looking at it in a different light to say how can we be part of the solution? How can we serve people that are vulnerable and help them and support them and make them part of our community and integrate? And this guest today, we have uh, Sarah with us today, Sarah uh, Tercia from, uh, 
from the North Vancouver Library, who's done an amazing job with it. They've created a program making their library very easily accessible. They've done all sorts of cool things. She shares stories of individuals. She talks about what she's going to present at the conference in Halifax. You want to sign up for her session. It's actually, she's part of a larger panel around uh, libraries and their part and uh, ending homelessness. I think it's called something like the, the day, the, um, untalked about or so it basically is around the fact that it's uh, a day shelter right in a sense because people are going there but she talks about the programming that's there how they got into it uh, her journey um, and much much more in the part that libraries play and how their community has responded um, it's a great conversation I think it's an important conversation as we look to it's not just about housing but it's housing with community libraries are in communities we need to break down those silos and Sarah and the team in North Vancouver or as they call it North Van are doing exactly that so let's go to that conversation I think you'll enjoy it as much as I did Sarah for joining us on the podcast today uh, so glad to have you here welcome to the show thanks so much for having me Michael I'm so glad to be here awesome it's not too often that we have people from the library system joining us on this show and people might say libraries what does that have to do with homelessness but we're going to tell you soon but not right away because we first have to start with a question that we ask every guest because it is extremely personal to everyone who comes on and that is what does home mean to you uh, great i love that question um and i gave it some thought and you know as someone who recently had to move um one of the things that really stands out for me is um, stability as an aspect of home uh, so I just saw the impact of having to move on my family, on my daughters, myself and my husband, um, and there being a lot of uncertainty um, and change. And so I see how important stability is to this idea of home, um, just based on my recent experience. I love that. Stability is crucial. And you know what's great about that question? There really isn't any wrong answer because it's what does home mean to you? But that is a great answer, I have to say. Uh, we always want to learn a little bit more about our guests, who you are, how you kind of got into what you're doing now. So if you could take us on that journey, we most appreciate it. Sure. Yeah. Um, gosh, I've always been a person who loved reading um, and I've always been a person who loved learning. And so for me, libraries really felt like a natural fit. Um, I did a master's degree of library and information studies back in 2011 and uh, started my career in librarianship as a children's librarian. So singing lots of songs and just working on helping folks develop early literacy skills. Um, I eventually shifted into adult services um, and then now find myself as a manager of um, public services at the North Van City Library. Uh, wasn't necessarily expecting to end up in a leadership position at a library, but um, I really enjoy getting to direct and shape how we deliver services to our community. Um, it's been a really rewarding experience. Now, for, for people that may not have thought about libraries as delivering to your community of just, just people coming in, friends, this is not your grandparents' library. This has changed in, in North Vancouver. You have a big presentation coming up at the Canadian Alliance and Homelessness Conference. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're talking about? Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, one of the ways I think a lot of libraries uh, have changed and developed over the years is that they've become hubs for the community. Um, and 
one of our real strengths is that we are open uh, and we seek to be open and accessible to everybody in our community, including people who are more vulnerable. Uh, so one of the ways that we've tried to serve some of our more vulnerable community members here at the North Van City Library is by developing a specific program called the Open Door Community Hub, which is specifically for people who are experiencing or at risk of homelessness. Uh, so for my presentation, I'm going to discuss what that program looks like here. Um, but really, what's very important to me is making clear why public libraries should be part of the conversation around homelessness and the role that we can play in helping to end it. Um, we certainly can't do it by ourselves and we aren't the experts, but we do bring, um, we bring a lot of strengths um, and opportunities to the conversation. Heck yeah, you do. Uh, and I've seen that uh, time and time again. We were uh, recently, I was fortunate enough to be part of uh, a New York City study tour and we visited the Brooklyn Library there and, and it, they were doing some incredible work with uh, the most vulnerable across that. And I love what you're saying, community hubs. Uh, I was just talking with uh, a fellow West Coaster, Keir McDonald, and we were talking about, when you're talking about housing, it's not just about, as you know, none of our guests ever say in their answer about what home means. It's not about the four walls and a roof. It's not just about that. It really is about community and libraries, are a big part of every community. So I love the fact that you see it as a hub and that it's a place uh, for everyone right now. Though let's talk a little bit about Vancouver. Um, for people that might not know or might not be on the West Coast, what does homelessness really look like uh, across the West Coast right now? Yeah, I mean, not good. Um, things are really challenging here for folks. Uh, I mean, to start off just the context in which we operate in, rent is really expensive. We have super low vacancy rates. And um, it just means that housing is a real challenge for people. Uh, we also have high eviction rates in BC, the highest in the country. So it means that even folks who do have housing, um, there's a sense of precarity, particularly for people who are in rental housing. So we see things uh, like homelessness encampments in our communities. Um, and when those are broken up, there's sort of nowhere for people to go. Uh, our, our library, in our context, we're in an urban center, we're near the hospital, and we're near um, public transit centers. So we do have significant um, numbers of people who are experiencing homelessness or who are in precarious housing situations who use our services. Construct, a social enterprise by Blue Door, provides high-quality residential and commercial construction and property services in the greater Toronto area. More than a business with a heart, Construct is a real solution to preventing and ending homelessness. Through its eight-week paid skills trades training program, complete with wraparound supports and on-the-job work experience, Construct lifts people out of poverty and into opportunity. To hire Construct for your next project or learn more about Construct's employment program, visit constructgta.ca. And I love the fact that I think traditionally years ago, um, when people experiencing homelessness would visit a library, it would be, well, how do we deal with or how do we police or how do we make sure, you know, because, uh, but that's, especially with your library, you flip that to say, you're more than welcome here. In fact, we've developed this program. Uh, how did that come about? And what like, what are the pieces? Can you talk to me a little bit about uh, more of the programming that you're doing uh, for these vulnerable individuals? Sure, yeah, that's a great question. And you know, I'll start off by saying it's not simple. Um, and it's not just about folks who are experiencing homelessness. As a public library, 
we see conflict between people, between community and staff, just around how the space is supposed to be used. So folks have expectations that they're gonna be able to come here and just quietly read. Uh, and then there's a story time happening on the first floor and there's kids running around and screaming. Um, so it's something that we deal with for uh, just in general. Um, as far as services for folks who are experiencing homelessness, one thing we did notice um, sort of once we reopened after our COVID closure was that we were seeing more vulnerable people in the library and also people with sort of more acute needs. And we sort of had to decide if we were going to go in the direction of increased security, um, you know, making more rules, being kind of stricter with people, or if we were going to kind of try and meet people where they were at um, and see if there were services that we could provide uh, that would be relevant for them. And so fortunately, we decided to go in the direction of really um, kind of leaning in and seeing what people needed from us and how we could serve them. Um, and then also really, uh, we don't do it on our, our own. So we have really strong connections with uh, and our municipality to try and figure out the best way to serve folks. Um, so for our services, what we offer is uh, a twice a week drop-in program. It's open to everybody, but it is specifically for people experiencing homelessness or at risk of homelessness. Um, and it's a place where folks can get snacks and a hot drink. Uh, we are packages. We have a dated staff person um, who is experienced with working with vulnerable folks who can provide information and referral. Um, but we also offer fun. So we have film screenings, uh, paint along programs, um, lots of opportunities for social connection. And that's been one of the real successes that we've seen out of this program is uh, friendships. Um, lots of friendships have formed. Folks are less socially isolated who participate in this program. Um, and yeah, it's just been a real success for us um, as far as forming community. And I love that you keep talking about community. And so uh, again, I talked with Kira about this too, uh, that sense of sometimes what we've, we've done in the past, and I, so I, I work at an organization that supports vulnerable people, is mm -hmm. in the past we'd get them into housing and it was kind of job done. And we've since learned you still need supports and those supports look very different for different populations. But one of the big supports is connecting people to community because when they're in a shelter system, that is their community, right? They have friends, they have staff that care, there's activities, there's support. And when they're on their own, although they might have someone checking in on them, if they don't feel that connection, what, what happens there is sometimes they cycle back, unfortunately, to the street or to the shelter system out of housing. So libraries can really play it. And the programs you're talking about, building community and friendships will be very important to people actually retaining their housing right and staying in that community now how what's the reaction been have you do you have a lot of participants or are uh, people welcoming this yeah definitely so as far as the program goes we average around 200 uh, visits a month um, which you know is great numbers for us based on the size of our community uh, we have kind of a core group of folks who attend really regularly and then we also have new people who kind of cycle in and out depending on their needs at the time um, you know, for staff, it's been really good. Sometimes it's challenging to work with vulnerable customers. Someone might show up who hasn't had a good night's sleep and they're hungry. And so when it comes time to, you know, interact with a staff person, they're not gonna be an easy person to work with. Um, having a program like this means that we're able to make connections with people. People see us um, in a good light. They're a lot more likely to have positive interactions with staff when they come in because of the experiences that they have at the Open Door Community Hub. So that's been a really positive um, outcome as well. 
And as far as our wider community here, um, we're quite lucky in North Vancouver in that I think in general people are quite compassionate um, towards homeless folks. Um, like any community, there's there's elements of maybe sort of a bit of nimbyism, ideas that um, folks experiencing homelessness come from outside of North Vancouver, from larger urban centers. Um, but I do find that's quite rare and that most people are very positive about the work that we're doing with this program. Very cool. I was going to ask, you talked about some of them. Have there been any uh, big challenges uh, with the program or any adjustments you've had to make? You know, I would say at the beginning, um, just around what is an appropriate way to be in the library. Um, we want to be really open and flexible with folks uh, who attend the program, but we were having some uh, interesting debates happening at loud volume. Uh, and, you know, we worked through it and something that really helped fix that issue for us was actually the game Wordle. Um, so we have group Wordle games at every session. They are hugely popular. Um, our, our attendees and our staff really love participating in it. And it's a really kind of positive way to bring people together, work together as a team um, and keep the conversation on sort of a positive uh, and less political maybe uh, bent. Um, and again, as far as community goes, we've really had mostly positive uh, feedback from attendees and from folks who are just aware of the program. Now, if I'm in North Vancouver, if I live there, I just refer to it as North Van. Is that, that the, the street lingo there? Oh gosh, yes. You could just say North Van. Um, North Van, and, and then I'm good. Then I then I feel like I belong, right? Yes, I say oh gosh, just because uh, there's North Van District and North Van City, and it's like hugely confusing for <laughs> even the people who live here. Very cool. Any uh, any stories coming out of it that stick with you of uh, individuals who participate or made friendships or good things that have happened? Yeah, definitely. Um, we have a gentleman who is uh, in his, he recently turned 80 and um, he was a regular library user, but always just kind of came by himself and he would read a newspaper. Um, and he started attending the Open Door Community Hub and he has just been embraced by uh, everyone, staff and attendees. Um, so we re he recently celebrated his 80th birthday in the space um, with a little cake and candles. Um, and you just see how someone who maybe wasn't having a huge social life has really made a lot of connections. Um, so that's kind of one of my favorite friendships that have come out of uh, the Open Door Community Hub. So cool. And there's, there's lots of data to support. So listeners understand too, when you're keeping uh, the minds of people busy, when people are friends, social interaction, uh, what it does not only for their physical health, but for their mental health as well. So uh, just amazing. One of the one of the first guests we had on uh, in the previous, uh, this was first out of the blue before it became On The Way Home, this podcast was a gentleman out of Chicago, uh, Ryan Dowd, and he is nicknamed yes. the homeless librarian. And and Ryan was great, so much so that he made so much noise that um, when Emilio Estevez made a movie around people experiencing homelessness, Ryan was his uh, consultant on that. And Ryan has gone around. I remember talking with him, and, and Ryan runs and continues to run a uh, shelter in, in uh, the core of Chicago. But just talking to him about how it really was fluke that he got to ask, ask to speak to some librarians that hit YouTube, went viral, and, and now it's a large part of what he does. Yeah, um, it's great to hear you mention Ryan Dowd because I should give him some credit for our approach. Um, his idea around like empathy-based service is really influential in the way that we approach our services for all customers, um, but particularly for people who are more vulnerable. So yeah, he's a big 
he's um, a big name in the library world for sure. Yeah, he's, he's, he's really great. And I know he puts out, um, if you subscribe to what he does, he'll send out things like, here's a situation when Ralph did this and he changes the name, but here's how we work through it and helping. And as you said, I, I think most people are, are really well uh, intended. They just don't know. And in the training of people, you know, that long ago we said, well, when I went into, you know, uh, librarian work, I never thought I'd be doing social work or doing, but but you know are open to it and are training and changing so it's it's a cool new world now people what is the name of your session at the conference if people want to go to the conference and sign up for it sure so uh, my particular sort of presentation is called the de facto day shelter because um that's what libraries tend to kind of be viewed as but i'm part of a wider panel um just around homelessness and public libraries um so i'm going to get to be uh, speaking about this topic with some really great colleagues. Really excited about that. I love that, that de facto, because you're absolutely right. I mean, so many programs too will say, hey, we're only open from this time to this time. And on the day, during the day, you need to find a place and find a place that's cool when it's hot and has heating when it's freezing outside. And, and libraries are, as you said, a massive part of our community. It's incredible work that you're doing. We are thankful for the work that you and the team are doing and all you're doing to help prevent and end homelessness. Uh, if people want to find out more about the work you're doing or more about your uh, the North Vancouver Library, where can they go? Yeah, um, probably our website is the best, best place to start. So just nvcl.ca will take you to our website. There's more info about our specific programs there. And are you all over social media as well? If people want we to are all over social media, so you can find us. North Van City Library is on Twitter, Facebook, um, Instagram, all the all the big ones. Very cool. Sarah, thank you so much for taking the time today. Uh, we'll see you next time on the way home. Thank you so much, Michael. Have a great day. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.